Hey guys, welcome back to Contest Prep University. I'm Joe Klimczewski with Adam Atkinson in our fifth and final episode in the Fat Loss Killer series. And this, I think, Adam, is a great way to end it. It, it perfectly bookends the very beginning, which is objectivity and accuracy, with today's topic, which is uh, adaptation. You know, the normal amount of metabolic adaptation that we'll see, uh, total daily energy expenditure decreasing. So fat loss can stall or slow down. We, we, this is a normal part of the process. So how do you, how do you know or, or how do you guess when a client is really facing that and you just need to make some kind of a shift in their training or cardio? And, and, and how do you manage that whole process? Yeah, I mean, you just know when that loss is slow, um, you might have to start micromanaging other variables. You might need to start tracking steps to make sure, because you're pushing hard, you're probably, you know, doing a lot of cardio at this point. You could, in fact, pull down the amount of just daily activity you're doing, not knowingly. So, you know, let's say I move you to an hour of cardio from 40 minutes. Well, you just stop moving at home, or I, I like Paul's example of, uh, I stopped playing ping pong because I was tired, but you know, you burn calories when you do that. So um, it just puts us at a net even versus getting into that deficit that we wanted to be in in the first place. Also, as weight loss accumulates, and uh, I love the example of the guy who um, added pounds to his weighted vest and didn't change calories and kept losing weight. Um, that was an awesome example, but without that vest, every step you're taking is lighter. Um, your heart rate slows down because it doesn't need to beat as fast because you're healthier. Um, this is actually a great thing. You're going to live longer because of this, but it does make fat loss way harder. Also, if you think about it, we wouldn't be here this day if this adaptation didn't happen. We would all starve to death and, uh, human, you know, procreation would never happen. So um, even though clients hate adaptation, it's the reason we're here today. You need to embrace it and be thankful for it. Yeah. You know, I, I love that you use that word micromanage because when you are 12, 16, 20 weeks into a calorie deficit and you've been consistent, you're, you're doing your best you're going to see, you're going to see that slow down for several reasons. You, you mentioned, you know, all of them perfectly, but the way you keep going is to get a little bit better at every single part of the process you can. So in our flexible dieting Institute daily live chats this week, we've talked a lot about this in terms of like meal spacing, meal planning. Can you pick one time of the day to maybe extend a meal cycle out? So is there an afternoon where you can say, well, you know, I'm going to try and go four hours between meals or four and a half. Uh, one of the things one of my clients picked out from a previous podcast, a, a contest prep university podcast was he said, Joe, there was a place where you said, sometimes you have to pick your time of the day to sacrifice. Like, you know, you're going to be hungry at some point in the day, you know, you're going to have low energy. So you're, you're possibly sandwiching, you know, food, pre-workout, post-workout around your training. You're doing all these things. You create that anchor meal scenario, maybe at night you talked about for sleep, better sleep, but, but what part of the day are you willing to pay the price? And sometimes in the deepest part of my contest prep, when I'm approaching four or 5% body fat, I just know I'm going to, I may need to go five or six hours between a couple meals because I really need to 
just tackle some body fat loss in between. And, and you mentioned that, you know, sometimes it's not that extra 20 minutes of cardio. It's, it's, it's something else. And I, and I think you have to uncover all of those things, leave, leave nothing untouched in terms of finding where you can make your progress. Absolutely. And there's just a time and place to add smaller variables. Um, you know, um, a lot of people are coming to me asking about tracking steps all the time. And uh, you do have to realize in an off season, when you're tracking protein, carbs, fat, and body weight, um, the steps are inherently in there for the most part, even though you're not tracking them, we're either losing or gaining. And it doesn't need to be that finite at um, that level in the off season, you can track other things like how much weight am I lifting? Am I setting PR? So um, things shift. And uh, some people just love the data. And uh, I understand that. But I think one of our biggest things and why our company is so successful is we really focus on this being um, a lifestyle and not to burn people out. Mm. And, and this is what we're talking about you know, getting through adaptation, you're at the very end. So this is where it's the sprint to the finish. And sometimes this is where even calorie or carb cycling can help. Because like I said, you really do need to find that time, not just of the day, maybe the week where you say, okay, for two or three days, I'm going to reduce here. Then I'll have, you know, a nice little increase. And I'm, you know, obviously not a binge or something unplanned, but just there are, there are ways that cycling like that can even help. So I think we'll leave it at that, Adam. It's been a great series. Hope you guys have enjoyed learning about the different major ways that uh, fat loss can be killed uh, and, and break your way through it. So we will see you next time in another great series. Thanks, Adam. We'll see you guys next in Contest Prep University.